Hello, welcome to the patch. This week brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. There it is. It's not on that monitor. It's over there. Dollar Shave Club. Uh, it's the patch. I'm Gus. I'm Ashley. I'm Adam. I'm Ryan. I'm Gus. I'm still adjusting my mic. You, 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 came, you came in hot. I, I did. It's because I've been um, I've been playing Forza, Forza for research. You do know is, it is, is actually pronounced Forza, right? Is that the You're, appropriate pronunciation? You put a it is in because it? it's Italian. Say pizza. Is there a T in pizza, Ryan? Pizza. Huh? Pizza. Ryan? Pizza. Huh? Yeah. Huh? All right. Then all right. So. All right. You okay. got me. Okay. okay. It's a fair point. I what? get it now. What? No, actually, what that does... comes up like any time. Except there's two Z's in pizza. Uh, what does Forza mean? Fast, fast. car. Does it? I'm just no. making that up. I you both said it. fast. I really believe <laughs> you. <laughs> Meaning. Means uh, oh. game about driving. I need to actually connect to the Wi-Fi. Maybe it's here. Uh, but it's, I, I don't love <laughs> driving games. And I think maybe it's because I already spend two hours a day driving a car. It's really not escapism for me uh, at this it's, point. It's a, it's a tad different. It's mm. like playing uh, GTA versus actually <gasps> robbing people. So you get people. guns. <laughs> no? Mm. Um, but I, I don't get into racing games a lot. It but usually I, means strength or force. Uh, on this definition, oh, though, strength force. is there misspelled. What is it? Strength. 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 Nice. All right. To be strong. Uh, Forza de gravity is gravity force. So, you know, force or strength. But isn't strength of st let's call it strength of force. It's yeah. I was just gonna say gravity seems like an odd choice for a game about vehicles made to <laughs> self power, not reliant on you know, potential say, um, energy at the top of a hill to go fast. Italian literally force gravity according Whee! to dictionary.com. Like and dictionary.com I'm gonna listen to over most so other soap places. Soapbox racers. Uh, that's a thing, right? So yeah, that's why it's pronounced with a T. Mm. Uh, but that actually comes up Forza. pretty much any time we do news or mention Forza or anything. Half the people in the comments will say it's pronounced Forza. And the other half of the comments will say it's pronounced Forza. Why are you putting a T in it? There's not a T in it. And it's, I'm going to keep saying Forza. You can't, Forza. You can't Forza does please sound people right either way. Thinking about it. No. Forza does? Forza does sound I'm with right. you. There's, there's yeah. only one Z. If yeah. Pizza. Yeah, pizza's got the... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This uh, pronunciation here does put a T in it. Yeah. I think it's uh, pizza's got it's got it's like a hard I that sounds like a T, but it's still an I. Mm. It's pizza. It's a <laughs> it's an I ending in T. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I've been. Playing I'm just that. I'm just not much of a like a, a racing fan. Like when I was younger, I played a lot like all the early Gran Turismo's, uh, but I feel like it's a genre that I've fallen out of touch with. I have too, honestly, uh, and. A lot of that is because back in the day, um, I did play Gran Turismo when I was a lot younger, like on you know, like Turismo. PS2 era. Turismo. <laughs> and and then Turismo. on Xbox, though, I really got into the PGR series. So I yes. like PGR 3 was one of my jams. I like those games. Those I could like, play that game so long. Yeah, those were, those were fucking awesome. This is the last I'm time so I played a racing I found game. Another, I think the last PGR racing fan. games I played were like uh, some of the Burnout series. Maybe like Burnout Paradise, right? Mm. There's like a, a pretty big rift between like a Forza Motorsport or and a Burnout though. Like they're very like Horizon is kind of arcadey yeah. compared to like a PGR or Gran Turismo or a Forza Motorsport. Okay, or Forza, Forza Motorsports are more simy, where they're more realistic in their handling of the cars. Mm -hmm. um, but I love playing like Burnout games are fun, but I don't consider those racing games. I just consider them like arcadey driving games, especially Burnout Paradise. So it's not a racing yeah. game; it's a driving game. Right. Okay. I, but I I'm driving. A, I'm racing in the. Like I don't know. Euro truck simulator. Uh, it's a fair distinction, actually. It, uh, I because I'm. I feel the same way. Right. I, I feel like maybe I should just 
clarify and say it's an arcadey racing game yes. rather than a, just a racing game. Uh, yeah, the, one of the reasons that I haven't played uh, the Horizon series until now is because I don't get into the sim racers as much. Uh, I like to pretend that I could drive really fast and not fly off mountains and or spend all my time being gar guided along by guardrails. And arcadey racers help me with that illusion. You, you feel like the reality of physics is not quite as enjoyable as the slightly gamified physics. Exactly. Ah, so okay. uh, because of the, the realism inherent in the Forza Motorsport series, I didn't even consider that Forza Horizon would be, would take another approach, would take a more arcadey approach. Yeah, so, like, like, like they're so strict about it that in the last Forza game, the Warthog was in it, but you couldn't drive it because they couldn't model what the tire would be like in the real world. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, but so I guess that makes sense because on this one, they're like, if it's Horizon, if that's the distinction, if it's an arcade game, I guess that's why. What, like, oh, what, yes, what does that there. mean? You can't model what it's like in the real world. I guess like they could; those tires could not physically really exist. Like they don't really exist. So we're still we, round, we had, right? We had a Warhog. The, we had uh, tires. It really existed. Was, not, not like we didn't have like a game version of the Warhog, though. I mean, you know, for example, it couldn't flip itself. By itself. Well, it still had tires. It did have tires, but I, I imagine those that tires those... Those exist. Yeah, the video game tires... What does that mean? Didn't, so what do you mean? What does it mean? It's all video games. None of them turn, exist. Turn 10 gets really, really into the tiny physics, though. Like, the way, like, a tire interfaces crushes a little it, bit. It yeah. interfaces with the road. Like, when you turn, and a little bit more weight goes on to this tire, and how is how does it interact with the road versus not? This is my there, dubious face. There is a level of, of fun to sim games... I don't think I find fun in them when it's a racing or well, sim. I just accept that people play racing games for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And people who are good at sim racers are really good. They have just this this innate understanding of how all the pieces work together and just the, the micro changes that will determine whether you're going to make the curve or whether you're going to go flying off the edge. Mm. And uh, the Arcadia Racer helps me make up for not having the innate uh, understanding. Yeah, it, helps, it helps you have more fun even if you're not that great. I think a lot yeah. of times, <clears throat> people who like those really hardcore sims, like they're car people, right? Like they know like how all of the different Right, they want to feel the together. nuances between the different cars. Right, It's like that's like Joel. That's generally the folks that will uh, that like really building their legit command center cockpit kind of style setup too. I They're, fucking love that stuff, dude. Yeah, like the racing chair with the, the physical wheel, and then a lot of times the they'll be like the three monitor set up. The chair. Yeah. So you got the, the the window set up and the front, and then yeah. You ever see the the steering uh, wheel for an F1 car? Like not like the, the a real detachable F1 car? ones, and they're like the, yeah, the one that like, looks just like bow tie pasta. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 tons of buttons on it. Like yeah, that shit's yeah. intimidating. Yeah. Like I was like, I can drive. Then if you put me in that car, I'd be like, I don't know. Those, are, those are all just radio. <laughs> Why is there an eject fine. button? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a plane. What? What is this altitude? Setting? Why does this one just say "Help"? I'm burning. <laughs> <laughs> Oil slick. I can't what? tell because it's invisible, but I think I'm burning. <laughs> I feel. Hot. No, we should we should come back to Stomp me weird out. control surfaces after this conversation. Though, oh yeah, uh, the yeah. So the. I hold on. What weird control stuff? Now I'm really curious. I just want to talk about. I had I've been playing um, a little bit of Elite Dangerous with mm -hmm. a badass Hotas and a Vive. Okay, let's back up for people who don't know what a Hotas is. Hotas is hands on stick and, and throttle. And by that I mean or me. throttle and stick. Throttle and stick. Yeah. Um, which means you have a joystick and you have a throttle. Yeah. 
Um, and the Vive is the VR headset. Which is what the um, traditional fighter jet cockpit what, uh, is. What, what setup do you have for your stick and uh, It's not mine. I'm actually using Marcus's. It's an X55. I think it's the Rhino. Okay. X55 um, Rhino. The SciTech X55 Rhino. Um, Which it, it's a very <laughs> small market, right? There's only a few people that make right. that yeah, kind of joystick this is a, This is like a pretty big investment for some. Like this is, I think it's being used for one game and it's Elite Dangerous. And it's on, only, it's so only the is, tutorial missions. I'm looking this it is up. a... So this is an expensive hardware peripheral on top of an already expensive VR headset. Yep. Well, so I don't think you necessarily need the Vive. You definitely don't need the Vive to play Elite Dangerous. I think you do need a Hotas um, or a controller because the keyboard and mouse is nonsense. But <laughs> yeah, you hear that all you people that are enjoying Elite nonsense. Dangerous? The Dude, way you're enjoying it is not controlling your ship with the keyboard and mouse in that game does not it, work good. Uh, Elite Dangerous uh, it has a very uh, steep learning curve on how to that, actually negotiate that, that ship. That yes, and like the rest of the game. So yeah. I, I, I've only done the training missions repeatedly. Mm -hmm. I tried to like Why? look because I tried to look at the main he's training. I tried to look at the main game, and it's like oh my God. it's it's too intimidating. Like. That's yeah. There you go. That's, That's Marcus is playing it. Um, but like being able to have that headset on. Where are you guys? Um, there's a there's a little secret room. <gasps> there's a, there's a wait, secret there's room. There's a secret VR room. You didn't know about it. We I didn't know about it. It's a secret. Wait. Well, you it's just, in it's in it's over there. Okay. So anyway, are we okay. in on the secret? So being able to like now. being able to physically look around your the, ship, especially when you're in a dogfight and you see the ship go over you, and you can kind of just peek up and like look up out your window. Right. It is. It is. Unreal, and I feel like that is the reason that seated VR experiences exist is to give you that sense of immersion in something like a mech or a spaceship. And like, like Star I'm, Citizen, I, I, I don't want to even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'll talk about that in a minute, but I, I am about to go. Like, if I, I want to find the right Hotas for me, and I want to go just do this at home, and I kind of want to build like one of those chairs where it's strapped to the chair. And you're just like you're fucking in it because it is it is a blast. You need to try it. Well, and the next level of that is the people that build in, as you mentioned earlier, like the full on hydraulic systems right. into the right. chair. Which there are many DIY uh, plans to build those at home. I'm not sure what they're using as a power source. How do or they interface with the game? Our, That's a good question. Our, Arduino stuff. So that data comes out, and you have right. an Arduino that interprets it I and controls it. I don't know. Them? I don't know. I don't know how to make one, so I don't know the, the details. But I believe it's Arduino. Okay. Um, I also want to say that the Vive used to have—I don't know if it still does—but it used to have issues with rendering text uh, in in your spaceship where you basically couldn't read it. It's real fuzzy. It's just—I it, it think, very I high think sharpness. it's okay right now. Did they, did because they turned on like super sampling or something like that. To clear I just—I honestly loaded it up at, with whatever the default settings were and didn't have to mess with anything. And I could—the text is a little a little blurry, but mm -hmm. it's not unreadable yeah. by any standards. Um, but like most texts with the VR, you kind of have to read it in the center of your vision in the sweet spot. Yeah. So you can't quite read stuff that's up here. It reminds me of the A lot of it has to do with font size sense, and, and aliasing. If they, super sampling is a process by which they over-render it, essentially. Right, that right. makes it a lot more legible. Um, the DK2 was particularly bad, but modern generation but is pretty decent. I do, I do, I don't know, have you guys played Elite Dangerous at all? I yeah. have it installed. I, people keep saying I need to play it because I love that kind of I, game. And I, 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 I just haven't lost I, I need to get It's to one it. of those games that's like, it is a, it is a space sim and not like, not just a space game, kind of like Horizon versus Motorsport. Like there's so much depth and detail to like every little system that they have that it's intimidating to get into. I don't even know where to start. Like it I went is. To, if you read the subreddit, it it like you just go to any thread and it feels like you're reading Chinese because they're saying like you know like half of the words they're saying and the rest of them you're like I don't know what this relates to. It is. I mean, it very much. There was a lot of people that drew a parallel between it and the space sections of No Man's Sky, only deeper, obviously. 
Um, so <laughs> this, I don't this, know what they're looking at. On the no, screen. this what's up? So I just sent this to um, to the control room to bring up. Um, this is actually related. I believe is this the is this the steering wheel? That is an F one steering wheel. So oh my gosh! We were talking about in terms of complicated inputs. That I guess the difference between um, you know professional racing and uh, I guess like Arcadia racing, which is what we do every day to and from work. Right. I'd I'd say that what we do is Arcadia compared to. That right how there. Much, that how, much, how, that many those, how many of those buttons do you ever think they use? I mean, that one just is labeled a special button. So is there, <laughs> is there one that just says go fast? Did he touch uh, your special all button? All of them. All of them are go fast. <laughs> I guess the dial is probably like the custom tunings maybe on, uh, you know, this. I think you can customize your air fuel mixture maybe. Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing how many details they can tweak in those vehicles to, to tune the performance very precisely what they're trying to do right yeah so shout out to a uh, nerdtron jj who sent that cheat sheet into us so mm -hmm. we now all understand exactly how to control drive an, an f1, f1 car. vehicle uh and get the most out of it yep. if you ever find yourself in one right i mean you know let's say you're walk along one day and oh look mm -hmm. f1 vehicle just on the side of the road with the keys in <laughs> what are you gonna do not drive it oh, no. absolutely do you think they have keys, or is the steering wheel a key since it detaches? I, 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 just like, I have to hope they're beyond keys. Maybe there's you a fob. Park and then you, you like, have to fucking take it out when you go to the restaurant. It's like that stupid keyless key fob that you like sit on in your pocket and it sets off the alarm. Realistically, like, though, you you sit in that thing, you push the pedal, and you fly into a wall and die immediately. Pretty right? much. There's no yeah. surviving your I initial pedal press. I wonder if there's a press. set on fire button. That's, I, there's there probably a help buttons. I'm on fire button. <laughs> um, just like ignite. Yeah, no, it's done. They burn it down behind me like oh, I'm abandoning vehicle. No one can have our secrets, which a lot of those companies have very proprietary stuff going on under the hood. Well, um, thankfully, I guess for their secrets, when one of those vehicles wrecks, there's not much left to reverse engineer. It's it also there's not like you could just stop at the gas station and tank it up either. It's uh, don't they use like nylon rocket fuel in those? It's a, yeah, it's a very specific <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, mixture. Super but high octane. Do you ever, so you mentioned, you know, having a badass HODAS setup, yeah. HODAS setup. Do you ever read the Battle Station subreddit? Yeah. That was it. That's what I was yeah. trying to think What's of. What's the Battle Station subreddit? It's, it's, it's pictures of people's PC setups and like, oh. they, go, they range from like a cool, sleek monitor and a thing to like craziness. Oh, yeah. uh, those aren't loading for Well, that one reason. had a cat nest, so I'm cool. A cat nest? Cat nest. See, oh, oh my God. Yeah. God, that's such a cool subreddit. Um, you want to send that like, through to broadcast? It's also like, the subreddit of like the stuff you'll never be able to afford because it's so outrageously expensive. Like some of these setups are like fifteen thousand dollars worth of stuff. It's it's insane. Look, but, I mean, other people buy cars. Yeah, I mean, just go ahead and spend it. It's all also computer. like it's gorgeous. <laughs> that's not even the that's well. If we want to barely complicated compared to most of them. Hold on, oh, yeah. should we should I we try and nag these guys like. Really, the three monitors are nice looking and everything, but you couldn't even spring for curves. Why they went with blue lights no, and a red chair? You can't curve really not there. Three, could you? I you don't see why you couldn't curve yeah, three. You can. You can. It's still wrap yeah. around, and, and then you're, uh, I think I think there's there's, there's some that's a battle station. Which are supports that, That's not a battle station. What you know what? No, no, no. The I'm new, not jealous. The new, the new, at all. Look at the PC setup. Is that their PC in the left? Like the, the, the whole base. huge yeah, no, open. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, that is the a cryogen, the cryogenically <laughs> frozen person in there. They sleep in that at night. Um, you Keeps know, them toasty. the thing you're talking about, I can't remember the name for it, um, but the new, uh, the new Pascal GPUs like solve that where you can't turn your monitor without distortion. Uh, they solve that problem. Hmm. Um, where you can't turn your monitor without like distortion. Like when you can't have them bent in, in like this way uh, uh -huh. without like the, the view being distorted, they've solved that issue. Interesting. Yeah.
Um, so first of all, on the on the subject of F one, I think that uh, you know. Uh, Danny O'Dwyer, yes. who just left GameSpot, he's an enormous F1 fan. We should bring him on sometime he an F1 and podcast. quiz him about things. Yeah, yeah, he loves that stuff. Yeah. In fact, uh, he, I mean, he might him be coming to Austin soon for F1. Really? Cool. Yeah, yeah we, we have the we have for the a tra- Yeah, we have one here, and we're all just like, eh, I don't really. Dude, know. <laughs> I, I, I got to go to the Circus of the Americas one time during like, a, there's like private rich people drive their fancy cars days. And I got invited to one, and it was just private rich people driving their driving their fancy cars around this awesome track. But it was fucking awesome, and I'm not even a car person. I would love the idea of someone just pulling out there with a Toyota Corolla, though. No, I mean, I don't know. There's something like like walk down there and see like souped up badass Toyota Corolla ever. I wanted to like flip a switch and like all the panels flip, and it's like. (laughs) I I can't remember the model of car because I'm not a car guy, but there was like cars that looked like they were like sleepers, like they looked like not great, but then they were like flying around the track. But then you also saw like Lamborghini Aventadors, which are just like the Batmobile basically. And then a VW Bug smokes them all. (laughs) Yeah, so um, uh, people. They're watching the patch know a lot more about cars than we do. Yes. Um, uh, no time to bow down on Twitter says that F1 cars are started by the crew in the garage with an anti-stall to stop them being stranded on the track if they come to a stop. And then um, Chupa Chump, that's a great name. Chupa Chump. Uh, said there's no keys. There's an hour of warming the engine up and a separate starter motor. It's a they couple hundred this. thousand dollars this. maybe. And then they touch the motor and then they do this and they're like slowly so warming it up. So how, how, long, how long do you think that it'll take before uh, racing and stuff like that is all done via remote? Because nowadays you have never. Things, no, I That's mean, not the point never, of racing. Yeah. It, it sure it is. It's, a, it's about the skill of the driver driving. I'm not saying like a robot, a robot should control it. I'm saying the driver should be able to control it remotely like no. for, sa- for safety reasons. Listen, like you, you have like people driving drones nowadays that are just like they have these like glasses that you stick onto your face yeah. and you fly it around. Like why can't that same technology be applied to oh, cars? Easily could, but that's not the point. The, the point is the danger. People don't go there to see the people go around Listen, it's like, in circles. It's like watching you know what? people I would play love to see, I would Madden love to see, versus actually playing NFL. I would love to see people. I would love to see like F1 cars doing cra- crazy Thank crashes, you. but not with people in them. Like I don't want to see people get hurt, but like seeing that crazy explosion because the car took a well, wrong turn. The like, risk is like, a even more extreme right. driving like, or people, like more people, extreme People wouldn't have to be worried about their safety. I right. can see that being like a separate field of racing potentially, but it's I don't think it's going to replace actual it's racing. Like, yeah, it's like Mecca Football League. And who, I mean, that's Are you cool. telling me that, you, you telling that robots really cool. can fucking play football against each other? No, that sounds it's, awesome, it, but it sounds like, like a different type of sport. Yeah, like, I mean, it's the, not the same thing. The it's thrill of it of, is yeah, different. Part of the the point of driving and driving at that level is doing it and running it right to the line without messing up. It's if also, you don't have the risk of messing I, up and causing a giant wreck, then everybody be driving like complete assholes. I understand where you're coming from. I'm just saying, like, we have the technology now to, to like to get make rid of that. it lame. Yes, that, yeah. but we don't want to make it lame. <laughs> it's it's already lame. It's already people lame. going in a circle. Don't so make it more you, you lame. Can make the cars even faster. Speaking you can make F1, them more bombastic. Sometimes open track. Speaking of robots racing. Robots in the 100 race. foot robot golf comes out. Oh, yeah, very soon. What is that October 10th. You do not remember 100 foot robot golf. You're you're a hundred foot robot and, and you're golf. playing golf in yes. like a city landscape. And it's oh. a PlayStation VR game. Yes. Oh, yeah, because it, October 13th. Have you ordered October 10th? Uh, I've pre ordered the PlayStation VR. Yeah, yeah I, I pre ordered one. That's the, it's the 10th or the 13th. Well, the, the game comes out on the 10th, it looks like, but, but the VR hardware the comes out on the 13th. Maybe you can play it without VR. I th- All right, I think probably you can. So you have pre-ordered a PlayStation um, VR. Yes. Dude, 
Real so here quick. we go. This is this is um, oh, this is hundred foot robot, robot golf. golf right here. I've never seen this before in my life. It's you know what it reminds me of. It's honestly, pretty awesome. I think the, I, I thought they announced it at a PlayStation Experience last year. I could be wrong, or was I, it maybe it was E three last year? We've been I, looking for a replacement for uh, mini golf. So this I love I done. love the fact that you can just like you can get you can, yeah, you, can just, <laughs> <laughs> you can just fuck with the other person. It's not just a mini golf. I'm pretty sure you're not going to play split screen on PlayStation VR. The scale of okay. it also kind of reminds me of um, in Psychonauts when you go into the fish. City level, and you're enormous. You're basically Godzilla. It reminds me of that. I oh like yeah, yeah. But like, it's like cute Godzilla. Kind of who just me of, who really just wants to golf. Do you remember that level in uh, Bullet Storm where you were in a like I think it was like a movie set where you had these like buildings that were about your height and you were just like barreling through them. It was a fucking awesome mission. All right, mm -hmm. so um, this one is for you, Adam Robo Race. Thanks uh, to uh, Peter Hayes F1 on Twitter for this. Robo Race was announced this year. It's full AI run by an algorithm. So it's AI racing. That's there you go. So that's, close. Different. that's close. Not what I want, though. Like, I don't care if a robot can beat another robot. I want to see a person race another person with a remote, not remote control, but like a remote driving interface. God, Adam, you are so needy. An RDI. No, I'm Why? with you. I'm with you. Why? Yeah. That sounds way more well, interesting Because, because you that. can fucking make the cars go 600 miles an hour instead of 300. They still have to make a turn. Well, listen, dude. They, like, they, they've toned down the cars from what they used to be. Like, I don't know much about F1, but I do know, thanks to Joel, that the cars used to be way faster and more dangerous, but because people are in them, they have to tone them down. So you give them remote control, remote driving interfaces, RDIs, and then they're able to drive without Adam, worrying about exploding. I'm going to save you the trouble. You just go over <laughs> to Fry's here in Austin. Every Saturday and Sunday, they have RC cars uh, racing around in the parking no, lot. Not as you those things it. are fast. Have you seen them? It's super extreme. <laughs> it's remote control car racing, Adam. <laughs> no. Remote control car. It's not the same. It's not the same. No, no seen, it's not seen, the same. That's seen, the point. You ever seen those like those like $20,000 remote control planes that are like basically one half scale of a real plane. It's not half scale, but uh, whatever. I yeah, mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's quarter it's scale. Like the ones big. that are it's like, legit it's like 20 jets. feet long. Yeah, they have, yeah. they have real jets on them. Right. right. Jet engines. Right. And then you see that video, the one that just like took a turn and just fell apart. It was $20,000 <laughs> gone. It sucks. Yeah, it's awful. Investment. Um, that's I, why I like video game cars. Right. Also, because then I can wreck them and, and not die. I can dent them. I can I can do that without dying. Yep. See? And uh, See? I can pretend what, that I'm good at them. Yep. For for not being car people, we all have an awful lot of really strong, mostly opinions. stupid opinions. Yeah, I don't know why I'm standing vehicles. up for this non-robot league thing because <laughs> I could give two shits about racing. Period. I just I just <laughs> Sorry, appreciate like enthusiasts. you getting fighty. Wasn't there? Fight, are, fight, fight. Are, isn't wasn't didn't Japan challenge won. America to a giant robot a fight? And, yes, well, it wasn't Japan accepted. versus America. It was a company in. America sure, versus a Japanese company versus an American company. Was it like company? the countries Look, were like, really, this today? What happened? No, no, no. What, what are you going to do? Not support your country? I mean, I don't Ryan? know. The, the Japanese mech looks a little bit cooler. Listen, it looks, it does look <laughs> really, really cool, the <laughs> Japanese are experienced in building That's awesome mechs. They already have a couple. They have like two Gundams. The, I guess, uh, to be fair, though, the Japanese mech isn't mounted with legit weapons. Whereas the American company made one that actually has like a. a Projectile launchers on it. Well, they yeah. fire paint, but obviously, I mean, Paint's why would you? Why it make is. a mech that doesn't shoot stuff? Yeah, well, it looks cooler. What is it? What's it going to do? Rescue people? Uh, maybe bomb defusal? I, I... <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Oh, that's the American <laughs> team. That's them challenging. They look at those glorious flags and sweet, sweet sunglasses. I don't think that w has gone anywhere though. Um, not yet. I think that they've they've had a couple of like follow up. 
discussions uh-huh. and or challenges or re-challenges or challenge like, backs or whatever. United Nations has put a stop to America fighting. No Japan. way. Hold on. I'm going to Google this. I'm going to see, like, what's the latest on Japan versus America mech fight. So, I, I, it's funny you say that, but I think I actually oh, looked yeah, it up look, recently. Here's the thing. My autocompletes, I have Japan versus America, and the three autocompletes are robot fight, mech battle, and robot fight date. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the three that come up. Important so, topics. Let's go with it. I wonder where, where, where would the fight be? Do they have to find like an island halfway across the Pacific? Still like, on. Okay. As of July 21st, it's still on, but delayed. Let's find uh, out. Where's, where's the neutral ground in this world? Like, is it Antarctica? Who controls that? Right, that's that's. Uh, what do we do to the moon? The moon is technically neutral territory. No, we claimed it. Yeah, we got we a flag were, on there. Let's, yeah, we're talking about totally ours. <laughs> yeah, really? Because I think China was planning on mining it. Well, you could, we call dibs. You're the first one there. You touch it, dibs. They may have been there more recently, but yeah, we got our first flag. Do you have a flag? I think the rules are though. You have to have like a permanent colonization right you have to have like at least two people living in a place to have it be yours well how many people does america have living in space because that's almost ours I mean, well, there's there's plenty all of Russians space? up there too. <laughs> like in the space station, that yeah. counts as yeah. space. So we claim we have to claim all space because <laughs> yeah. we got a couple people filling in. Plus, the Russians stay there way longer. They leave their <laughs> their cosmonauts up there for like three times the length of the time we send them. Poor guys, probably better than Russia. Yeah, though. Saying, yeah, yeah. you have to go back to Russia. I'd be like, no, I'll stay in space. It's fine. <laughs> you know what? The bone density loss isn't so bad. It's okay. Oh no, I can't walk down there anymore. I have to stay up here forever. Bring me more freeze dried peas. All right. So no date, no right. date on the mech fight. They're looking for a venue. Apparently. Damn. Well, they're incompatible. Uh, once again, mechs, we suggest too. we suggest the moon. The moon is a great. Well, I mean, they need some gravity. Otherwise, they, I mean, uh, not that there's no gravity on the moon, but they just they just need to calibrate. It's fine. Very a lot of calibration. You got to design your mech totally differently for a low G environment. I will say though that the, unfortunately, the the Japanese mech was not designed to be a fighting mech the same way that the American team actually made it to do mech fights. Oh, bolt some armor plating on it and no, give it a No, actually, their Let's armor go. plating is better. The American team, uh, their mechs are designed for the pilots to get splattered. Like, they have, like, open mesh, metal mesh, but open mesh cockpits so that if you get hit, you're still covered in shit, whereas the Japanese version is completely a sealed cockpit. Huh. Why would they leave it open? So that the pilots get hit, so that you can watch people die. He's, he's talking about firing like paint and water. He's, he's talking about a paintball mech. He's not yeah. talking about like this like a, a bullet. This is not very effective. <laughs> so I think they did. They have mounted it with something like a BB gun or something that shredded a car. They they had one of their that uh, shredded a car. Honestly, this just I makes me want another Zone of the Enders game. But there was there are some videos where that they, they fought yeah. a car with it and just like blew out the windows and things. Believe it or not, it was a decommissioned was a car. car. Was a car the back one, but <laughs> the car looked good losing. So we mentioned a uh, hundred foot robot golf, uh, which made me mention PSX, which makes me remember PlayStation Experience has been announced again for this year in Anaheim. They keep moving it around. I think the first one was in Vegas, second one was in San Francisco. Now it's going to be in Anaheim. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I'm I'm fine with that. It's cool to have it like in a new location every year. Anaheim. They're used to dealing with an awful lot of people. Yeah. Um, it's December again, yeah? So it's yeah, around December the same time. December 3rd and 4th. So I've, I went, I've, I've been to every PlayStation experience I've, so far. I, I've, I have no idea even, like, I know I don't know what it is, other than a convention for PlayStation. Oh, it's, yeah. it's um, yeah. Imagine yeah, E3, but only Sony stuff. 
Okay. And convention almost isn't even the right word for it. It's like it's a lot of like demos. Okay. And that's is it all, so is it all industry or is it like? No, 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 it's, no, open, it's, 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 open it's open to consumer. And they, uh, they, they do have some announcements and cool stuff there. Uh, but a lot of it is that you can go the, and play games. That's where they announced the 20th anniversary PlayStation 4. Oh, That I man. didn't get. Goddamn nightmare that was. I just wanted a controller. I didn't want the fucking box. And you, can buy the, you can buy the controllers. Oh, can you? Yeah, I think they sell the controllers. Okay. Yeah, them. they're a little bit different, I think, but you can get one. Um, so it's not quite as cool. I can still pay money for it. Exactly. All right. Exactly. It's cool enough for your dollars. <laughs> Let's see. Well, it's, I was had something else I was going to say about Horizon. Oh, yeah. So Horizon is the first one in the series I played. You know, it's like fully open world, right? So first of all, it's in Australia, which is awesome. I hear that it's fun. Wait. I hear that like the Australia area is fun. Where, to drive where do you in. go? I mean, there's I, Australia's got like a bunch of big cities, but they're all around the coast, and like there's so nothing in the middle, right? Um, like it's kind of like uh, take like Red Dead Redemption, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's the old west, but it's like a shrunk down version. It doesn't feel like that when you're in it. It still feels sprawling and mm-hmm. vast, but it you know you can't actually drive a drive a horse uh from (laughs) from like kansas to mexico in 30 minutes right so it's like this the scale is um is kind of like the crew did the horsing steering wheel is so um (laughs) the areas that i've been in so far is it starts you out in kind of like a rainforesty like jungly like the tropical area um around like byron bay and then there's you have a choice like once you level up to a certain point you choose where the festival opens up to next uh, you can choose Surfer's Paradise, which is like urban sprawl, but also on the beach. Or you can go to the Outback, which is a lot of off-roading and uh, that kind of thing. So here is the the game map. Here's like a uh, down in the lower right, that's the Byron Bay uh, jungly area. The top right there is, um, is Surfer's Paradise. And then you start to get uh, off to the, the left, like the top left, and that's all Outback stuff. So you get a lot of really cool variety in the, the terrain. What's up? So is the city there? Is that actually a real city? Oh yeah, Surface Paradise. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, the uh, so you have the choice between which one you open up first. Um, I went with Surface Paradise, and uh, it brings up stats to like community stats showing. Oh, you know, X percent of people did this one as well. It was four percent. Wow. Everyone, everyone chose the Outback. I chose Surface Paradise because I've like I've been there on holiday a couple of times, and so I was like, this is really cool to just go and be driving around in there like an insane person because it's um it's a city but it's right on the beach it's got some huge skyscrapers it's really gorgeous well, actually surface paradise would have to be on the beach let's be honest well i mean <laughs> if it's if it's not it's a bit of a misnomer mm-hmm. uh so i went there but uh, everyone else went to the outback and i haven't expanded there yet mm-hmm. but it's really cool in that uh, i drove from byron bay up to surface paradise to open it uh and as you like you in this game, you're like the manager of the festival, so you're racing and everything and doing all this stuff, but you also are making all the decisions about how it progresses. So you go to a race, and you can actually set it up. They've got this new feature um, called like a blueprint. So if you don't like the default settings for a race, you go in and you can basically redesign the race the way you want it. So mm-hmm. you can say, I want this to be all 60s muscle cars, or I want them to all to be Fords, or whatever, and you can set the the car requirements, like time of day, weather, uh, are you doing laps, or is it just like a once around, like what are the conditions for the race itself? And then, you know, you're the boss, so you get to call all those shots, and then you get to race those shots. Do Is that then open to a multiplayer setting, or is it only AI? Yeah, I haven't, ex- like, I haven't done a lot in the online version of the world, 
because I don't know a lot of other like racing gamers and they would also all laugh at me because I'm bad anyway. Um, so I haven't done online much, but you can do co-op and the co-op progress uh, carries back into your single player as well, oh, okay. which is pretty cool. They've done they've done a lot with that. The world is also populated by other people's drivatars, which are they like generate an AI algorithm to mimic how you would drive. So there's an, there's an AI version out there of me somewhere that I think may be even earning me experience is that, is driving that, around in other people's games. I would call okay. a Drivatar. I, yeah. I, I, anybody that's slaying Forza, I would love you to send Forza. us video. For, Forza. If Forza. anyone gets if anyone Find gets me. Ashley's Drivatar and see if it drives. Because that could be real embarrassing, right? Like oh, your Drivatar could just be like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm running pretty into the sure wall. my Drivatar is just like driving off cliffs at people and coming in last <laughs> in every race. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, my my gamer tag is Jinx for anyone who may I, get me. I would love to drive like incredibly insanely in that game and just see if you could create the most hyper aggressive Drivatar, just like a predatory Drivatar. It'd, it'd be great if you could get like a report card, like. Since the last time you played, your driver tar has been in this many races. <laughs> it, it's av on average, it comes in this place. You know, it's I killed wonder if it does something people. like that. That would be really, really cool. Yeah, I'd like. I'd like I, I'm a kind of a stats person, so I'd like to. I'd like to see a little more stats like that. I'd like to know what my alter me is doing. Right. Exactly. I'd like to know like what AI me is getting up to, and if they're any good. And if they're improving. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that's a lot of fun because it's the the world is just poppy. Like there are people driving around on the roads and you can drive up to pretty much any one of them and challenge them to a race. The race starts right then. It just generates a street race mm -hmm. to a destination and then you win it or you lose it, whatever. And then it goes back to being like, oh, you, you actually wanted to go to this place. All right, we'll continue on that way. Do you just, do you pull up next to them at a stoplight and then you make eye contact and then you rev your engine and then they rev their engine and then you make like some exchange, some Encouraging words like you're stupid and you look stupid and you're a stupid person and then you race and then it's um, on and then it's on Ryan that implies stopping in the game So you just blow by him like ah, you suck at <laughs> racing Yeah, you you actually come up behind them and then uh, and then you challenge them and they start in front of you uh -huh. And then you just have to like do stylish pass. It'd be better if like you blow by them and just turn and go you're losing <laughs> <laughs> You know, Do you guys remember the game Midnight Club? Yeah, I never played Midnight it. Midnight Club, Club LA, yeah. That was like a oh, was that a Rockstar Club? game. Yes, it was like it was like Midnight Club One and Two. I don't remember what those games had about them, but like those were the games I was most into in terms of racing games. I think it might have been just the the customization and all the cool neon lights, but I don't know. Does it like compare at all in that sense of like you can customize your cars a lot and put stupid body kits on them, and make them look real dumb? Um, I haven't done stupid body kits, but uh, when you whenever you get a new car, it does load a gallery of user created skins like mm -hmm. paint jobs or decorations or whatever, uh, and so you can go through and choose from a whole bunch of those. I haven't figured out yet if I can say I don't like any of these. Bring up a new selection because mm. so far I've just been like. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. And then I take that one and I never think of it again. Uh, but it's pretty it's pretty neat. It'll say after a while, like if you've gone through a couple of races and you've been using like that car with that skin, it goes, you seem to like this. Do you want to officially like it? That will help its rating. And I always go, yeah, good job. Good job. Uh, and I've seen Emperor, you're like. Yeah, exactly. And I've already seen, uh, oh, apparently, Ryan, you you also have a Drivatar already. I what? Um, so, uh, Abi uh, Mad Hukumar on Twitter says that, Ryan, you have a driver car. He pops up in the race I sometimes. Think, I think it's based upon, I think it just generates one based upon if you're following someone on your phone, uh -huh. like on, on Xbox. Am I good? 
Probably not. Probably not. No, driven no, yet. Probably terrible. I I deserve to be terrible in a game I've never touched. Well, you might <laughs> you might be like a default drivatar, and that's fine. Now, well, now I can have to play it a little bit just so I can be the insane driver that I want to be. Just play it once and have a really good race, and then stop. Oh, yeah, go call. out to the top of your <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah, just do good and then stop. Yeah, that's uh, that's where I pull the plug right there. And uh, there's also let's see, there was one other thing about it. That's the ultimate quit while you're ahead. Hold on, I'll, right. I'll, I'll think you about think it. You think about it. Hold on, I'm going to read this real quick. It. Hey, guys, you don't need to choose between price and quality to get an amazing and affordable shave. DollarShaveClub.com is the answer. To prove how amazing their shave really is, right now they're going to give you your first month free to join the club. DollarShaveClub.com delivers amazing razors right to my door for a third of the price of what those greedy razor corporations charge. I get a uh, first-class shave when I use the executive blade. And when I use it with their Dr. Carver's shave butter, the blade just gently glides for the smoothest shave ever. Uh, here's your chance to see why over 3 million members like me love Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club is so confident in the quality of all their products, now you can get the first month of the club for free. Just pay shipping. After that, just a few bucks a month, no long-term commitment, no hidden fees. There's no reason not to do it. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com patch. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash patch. Thank you, Dollar Shave Club, for supporting us. You're really good at that. Thanks. Thanks. Most of those words worked. By the way, why is the button on this so sticky? You don't want to know. Don't ask. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So you're uh, saying I should not bring up the search history. Nope. Uh, all right, Peter Hayes on Twitter says that you can do realistic body kits. You can do, um, and Forza's default race kits, and it varies based on your vehicle. Cool. Unless, unless I want the warthog wheels. Unless you want the warthog wheels, uh, and then you just got to deal with what you got. Um, but uh, right, so what I was going to say was I was uh, talking to Adam. Was I talking to you last week, or was I talking to you on Monday? I was Monday. trying to decide uh, what platform to get yes. the game on because it's on Xbox One and it's on PC. Uh, and I was thinking about getting it for PC and just playing with a controller, although um, PC apparently doesn't support a steering wheel. Xbox what? One does. What? Which what? I, I know. I Look, I just, I'm just reporting here. I think it's that, weird, too. This is where the Windows makes Play no anywhere sense. stuff breaks down. It, but it doesn't yeah. make any sense. It makes no sense. Uh, but it doesn't affect me personally because I don't have a wheel anyway. Wait. Maybe I do, and it's in a closet. I might have a wheel. Maybe it's a joystick. I don't know. I'm going to go find it. But uh, so the Xbox One does support that. But yeah, Windows doesn't. I don't know why. Uh, and that was going to be the deciding factor. And then I looked it up and thought, oh, it's Play Anywhere. That's nice. So I get it on both. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I heard that the PC version uh, does not perform well. I have heard that as well. What that was shock. another deciding factor. And I've it. seen video evidence of it not performing well. Like so that's a really little, choppy? Little yeah, like really bad frame rates and just not. What yeah, uh, um, the uh, the guys who do like all the, the comparisons and everything for Eurogamer, what are they called? They do like comparisons for like PC versus console and everything and I'm blanking and on their name Foundry? right now. There we go, Digital Foundry. Thank you, Gus. Yeah, uh, I gotcha. they, they did a comparison on it and the PC does have some pretty significant performance issues. Like even if you have high-end stuff, depending on your configuration, it might just be doo-doo. I don't have high-end stuff. I'd be screwed. But you, well, you maybe you don't have high-end stuff. It seems to depend like on configure largely on configuration, but I don't know what the specific pieces of hardware or drivers are that are causing the issues. Mm. I just know that, um, and this is, this is in addition to having wheel support, 
Adam, this is one of the advantages <coughs> to just doing it on console. This is where you just go, ah, this one at least just works. I, I, don't, have to, I don't have to worry about it. It's not going to be, it's not as pretty. It's not as high resolution. Actually, someday I am looking forward to seeing it. I like in like beautiful definition. Uh, but for now, it just works. It's, and I like that. It's getting ridiculous. Like there's this soccer game, Pro Evolution Soccer 2016, that uh, it came out on PC and uh, PS4. And the, the, Basically, their solution, I guess, on the on the PC was just to completely destroy the graphics. They're just awful uh, to keep it in parity. I guess. I, I mean, I've got a video up here, but I, I, I don't know if it's stupid. Sh- should show it or not? But yeah, no. If you can look it up, it's just Pro Evolution Soccer 2016. Yeah. So their PC gra- graphics are just flat. The lighting's awful. Like they don't have any uh, like occlusion at all. It's just terrible. And I guess that, that's that, the only way they could get it to run. That makes that's so bizarre. I guess like that just continues the, the cycle. It seems like we talk about that every week yeah. now. Uh, a game that works fine on a console that gets a shitty PC port. Then it used to be the other way. Like, is this a new thing? Like, when did this happen? When did the when did the flip happen? Yeah, this is like Sony and Microsoft putting a lot of money behind screwing over PC ports. Uh, it's a I don't know theory. that it's. I'm joking. I don't know. That, I, I honestly, I get the feeling that um, a lot of publishers blame piracy for. Poor sales performance hmm. on so they don't want on to PC, spend dumb and so they it. just they yeah they see no reason to invest in it if people are just going to steal it anyway. Hmm. I mean, that's, great. Well, that's, a, that's a bad. That, yeah, that's we were in a window. I know it's it's oh, there awful. There we go. There's the comparison video. Uh, we were this in a window like a, there. This is like a pre-rendered cutscene though. That's yeah, that's PS4. Um, I don't know where the PC switch is going to be. I guess it's just a bunch of PS4 footage. <laughs> That looks good. But they all look really happy. They're having a good time. Xbox One. The mouths are terrible. uh, I mean, just wait till you see a PC. If Uh, it ever cuts to a PC, it'll be bad. We'll get there. We'll get there. I promise it'll be super bad. Not yet, though. Any day. I feel like we're getting close. It's the same rendered scene. There you go. PC. Well, for one, it has no frame rate. (laughs) There you go. That's that's how... Oh, there. See, there was a side-by-side PC to PS4. Yeah, Uh, that that was totally different. It, look at the crowd behind it. It's like just a bunch of shapes. <laughs> Ooh, One. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. Damn. And now They're it's all, cell shaded. Maybe, maybe on the PC version, you're playing in hell, and your audience is all ghosts. That sucks. It must feel like you're in hell. Look at the the reflections. Like the there's grass. no uh, subsurface scattering on the skin. I it's noticed just... that subsurface scattering right away. <laughs> yeah, all, all about there's it. There's no sheen, Gus. Where's the sheen? Uh, God race. Uh, probably don't have any of those either. Nope. Xbox One looks choppy. Yeah, yeah it might terrible. also just be that I, you know, and I understand PC has a lot more hardware configurations and is therefore more difficult to optimize for. But I think I, you know, I talked about it um, at length a patch or two ago. Just I'm, I'm tired of shitty PC ports. It's not fair. It's not fair. I mean, it's part you know what? was you know the what? argument. We also on the PC we get games that. I guess so. Does consoles that are exclusive to the PC that like aren't experiences you can't really have on the console, so. like Elite Dangerous. Like Elite Dangerous. Oh wait, um, Star Citizen is what I'm thinking of. It's like on the console. I'm going to upgrade my you know PC very soon to to like to be ready for Star right. Citizen in like the ten years of when it comes out. Yeah, I don't know if like I should wait until it comes out to see what the requirements would be, but like I want to buy a 1080 Ti. But like I don't know if it's if yeah, you it's should a, wait. You should wait until if you if you want to upgrade. For Star Citizen, wait. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I also want to upgrade for VR. I'm running on a you, 780 right now. It's below spec. For you have one 780 or two? One. It's below spec for VR, but it, you know it, it works. Is, but it's still solid. No, it, it totally works for most of the games. But again, like I, I don't know. It's kind of one of those things. Like I don't want to wait, but I also don't want to have not like I don't want to spend seven hundred dollars on a graphics card and have it not be up to snuff for Star Citizen. Yeah, I think we're we're 
we're closer to the end than the beginning. Right, right. I, you know what? I mean, I don't know. I guess they're coming out with a, an alpha patch. I think it's 3.0. And by then, you'll kind of have a benchmark of how it runs because they're, they're solving a lot of their, their netcode issues where people are like, like right now when you're in a multiplayer session, it renders everything for every person. Like inside, outside of ships, uh, all player models and whatever. And so even if you're running on a 1080, like it doesn't run well. Like you can't like get over like 25 frames per second. So I think Oof. when when patch it's cinematic, Ryan. And and I could be I could be a little off sure. base on this, but I think when patch <laughs> 3.0 comes out, it's supposed to fix some of that, so people will be able to get reasonable frame rates. And I think by then we'll be able to know like if a 1080 Ti is enough or a 1080 when, whenever that card even comes out. Yeah. But that game, if a 1080 uh, is not enough, then who are you making this game? I. For? I can't. It, well, the, the the thing would be if the game is still that far away in the future, mm -hmm. if it's still a couple of generations of GPU away. Right. They gotta at some point release a game and actually sell a product. I mean, right? the, the I thing mean, is, they're is writing that, like, a lot of money, but how long can they, they? They they are like I don't I don't know if many people realize, but they are putting out like not like they're putting out modules, but they're putting out like playable stuff. Like they just put out two point five, which was like a big update where uh, I believe you can play with other people in your ship now and fly around and do missions and land on like a space station and get out, so on and so forth. So there is like some game there that is playable. Um, did you watch the game comms? That was unbelievable. I couldn't stay in my seat. Like the first 15 minutes of that where it starts off and like it's one guy on a space station and he like walks and he meets up with his friend and they get on a ship together and they take off and they go into warp speed and they like get to like this system and it's like you can see like this like I don't know if it's like a warp gate or what it is but they fly through that and they look down and it's like a whole planet and they're like this is how big the planet is we can land anywhere we want and they landed and the thing that actually sold me was when they landed um, there was like some technical jank where they were like he was trying to get back on the ship but the ramp didn't quite touch the ground mm. and he was like well uh, we're going to have to reland the ship so we can try to get there and they like had to reland <laughs> it a couple times so they like actually walk up the ramp um, and he eventually like jumped up and just barely got on but uh, and then they went to uh, uh, like a building on the planet like there was like there's structures and stuff on the planet to go to they went to the structure and one guy got out when the structure was walking around it's kind of like sort of cyberpunky there's neon signs everywhere then he looks out the window to see the rest of the planet and the friend that was flying the ship flies down and like you can see like there's like a persistence between what's outside flying around in the universe versus what's inside a building. And it's like that sort of persistence is fucking incredible. And this is the part where they, where the part where they land and he gets out. Um, and he's kind of like looking around and then he like tries to get back on the ship and it's a no go. Um, and, but like, it's, it, it's still early. You can tell like there's some jank to it, but the fact that they're showing this, it almost makes me believe that this might one day be a game. And I'm still sort of scared that it's not going to be. Does that make you feel better seeing, like, uh, a mistake like that? Yeah. Because then you know, like, it's not pre-rendered, like, that they're... Right, but, it, it, you know, they could they could have planned this mistake. Yeah, maybe. But it, it, it didn't look that way. And, 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 like, part of me wants to believe because I want that game to be what it, it's saying, oh, we all saying it's going we to all, be. Every, everyone um, does. So I'm, like, I'm so far on that hype train. But it's, like, like it's got to be, what, two or three years out. Um, and they, they targeted a 2014 release initially, which is like, <laughs> what you, whoops, right? What are you thinking? Well, that's but, a problem. They kept taking money and it was like, oh, there's more features. Well, that, that is, there's a long fucking article that came out about the, the troubled history of the development of Star Citizen. And it is like 40 fucking pages. Um, and it's all about things like that, where they started with the game of one scope and all of a sudden they're still getting more and more and more and more and more money. And they have to figure out how to scale the game and, Use that money to develop a pro like the best product they can with the uh, with the budget that they have, and now they have like four studios and all these different people making different pieces of the game and how they make them work together. Um, and there's there's a whole lot of like like difficulties that studio those studios have faced making the game, but 
it seems like it's somewhat coming together, even if we're a couple years out. Like, I don't know. I'm super excited. Well, you're starting to see systems connected right. and working together. Right. I, 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 I see someone on a space station. I see someone on that same space station walking onto a ship, take off, warp to another planet with another player on the ship with him, right. then land on the ship. Like, because that was a concern the, for a long time. It's like you said, there's all these studios working on these different right. modules. And, like, and, and how the, do they all get that, that was, come together? That was a problem where they like, we're like, well, we can't, we can't make all these systems talk together. We have no idea how to. And and they're, they're working off, I believe, the... Um, I think they said it was Unreal 4. Or no, it was CryEngine. They're working off CryEngine. And they had to, like, because they're doing that, they have the limitations of, like, what can this engine do? How do we have to change it to work to fit our needs? Mm -hmm. And, like, reading that story was very interesting. But it also gave me kind of, like, a lot of hope. Because it, it talked about all the problems that they've had. But then it talked about also how they were fixing them or fixed them. Mm -hmm. Um but this yeah. is the same document they were talking about how with the problems they had to overcome just to have a stable first person view. Yeah, well, that, see that document. That, that oh, was right. that, yeah. Yeah, they have they have videos like the that head every bob, week. Right? right. Yeah, that was really 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 interesting. Well, basically like they have a camera attached to your face, but if you just walk like that because it's it's based on the third person movement, your camera goes like this and like you can't see anything and they, how they fix that. Like those devlogs are like give me a lot of hope for that game. Um, but I'm going to hopefully buy Hotas for that game and upgrade my PC. At the same time though, is that it seems like a it was a weird conversation to have because it was all about how they had to solve this idea of having a first person camera mounted to a legitimate 3d model that existed in the world uh but they kept addressing it like it'd never been done before i mean it seems like this should have been a problem that has been solved a while ago right people figured out how to mount a camera on a head i think that potentially it's it's also a challenge of the engine that they're using it's not a mm -hmm. an engine that they built in house it's an engine that they've then well it's the, it's the it's the CryEngine that they've mm -hmm. modded to work with their stuff, and that's like one of the things that they, like one of the examples of how they had to work with that engine to make it work for them. As he was talking about, though, he, I mean, he was like, yeah, we spent all this development time trying to figure out how to make it, and then they were like, oh, it turns out your eyeballs auto-level a little bit, and then, so they obviously they had a person doing research on biological functions <laughs> to incorporate into this digital world. Do you think, but the, surely this problem has been solved. Do you think uh, that guy you sat down to Google and was like, all right. How do eyes work? How does eyeball flat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. But all the systems work together. They, they did like the FPS uh, part of the, mm -hmm. the, the the video, and it's just like those have been some cool demos. I think they did yeah. a demo last Gamescom on the the FPS module. Yeah. It is. It's very very exciting. If that game is like ten percent of what it promises, I'm gonna fucking play it for like six years. I just don't I mean, don't put yourself in that. Don't no man sky yourself. Here. Yeah, I was gonna say it's kinda like, it's, it's, it's kind of the dream of what people what? wanted from no right. man's sky. And this is this is the problem is like it's impossible to like contain what your brain thinks the game is going to be versus what it is. And I don't know. It, I'm trying to. Trust if they me. could just, yeah, just deliver just privateer better graphics. I know. For a while I did and it was like then I started playing Elite Dangerous with the Vive, and I was like, this is... And then with the Hotas, I'm like, I just want to do this all the time. And, uh, yeah. But we'll see. We're in a couple of years. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a patch in two years. I think, hopefully, by the end of next year. Fingers you, crossed. Yeah. Ooh. You think it'd be like holiday 2017? Maybe, yeah. I'm like, I, I can hope. I mean, we'll see when 3.0 releases, like, how far into a game that is. Mm -hmm. Because that is, like, it's going to have... The stuff they showed in that demo. I mm -hmm. think that demo was 3.0, mm. um, where it's going to have you can fly to different planets, you can go to different stations, you can get different missions, you can hook up with your friends. Uh, that like that is the core of their game. It's just a matter of like how much of it there is. Um, you know, we'll see. Yeah, it'll be really. Well, once interesting. you get the universe built, then you start building the story because there's a campaign associated they have, with it. It's right? a sec it's sort of a separate game. Yeah. It's called Squadron 42, and they 
like that's another crazy thing. They have like Gary Oldman, like they talk about like how many like polygons they put into each face and like the visually that game is incredibly impressive. You're right. Um so I don't know, like that is I think that's like a separate I don't know if it's a separate studio or a separate portion of a studio, but that is gonna be a separate thing, so who knows? But fuck man, that game is so exciting. Yeah, they got a, a pretty uh, all star cast. Uh, looks like Gary Oldman, Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Uh, who else is on here? Gillian Anderson. Oh. Who'd you say? Gillian Anderson. Anderson. Oh, okay. You want to believe so, I thought you said Louis Anderson. John Reese Davies. Wow. Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Starting start to sound like a Wing Commander reunion. Yeah, there, there's definitely, I mean, some Wing Commander uh, uh, mainstays in there. Well, speaking of building a story, there was a, uh, something else that came up today. Or maybe potentially yesterday that uh, Destiny Two has leaked. Oh my leaked. god! Maybe coming to PC. I'm so excited. You about And this that Luke Smith may be directing. And if you remember, he was the director. <laughs> what? I'm just I mean, laughing. Aside like from the, la the last big news you heard about Luke Smith was him like was like, him like yeah like telling people like, like, like trash talking to people like you'll throw money at the screen for these emotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, you know, I have no problem with Luke Smith. I just think that, like that's the first thing that comes to mind now. Yeah, that was a good time. But he also directed Taken King. There's a lot of interesting revelations in this leak, like the the fact that it's claimed that supposedly it'll be out on PC as well. That's and the best. Also, that it may not carry over anything from the current game. That's okay. Like it's a like it's a fresh start. It may it may um, okay. it may not bring characters like your your characters, your gear, or anything like that. Uh, and that it's the idea is to be a fresh start. And apparently, a lot of that is a it's technical limitations, stuff that uh, has held them back with the original Destiny. Well, that's uh, and that they don't want no what that's you nonsense. No <laughs> technical limitations are stopping you from transferring your character. Your character's just a bunch no, no, of no. no. Like, I, do, I mean, like, I think just that they want to do like a fresh start. That like, it's going to be wanna, like all like a new all new. That's like, fine. That have, none of that have, stops you from transferring. I have anything. no. But like, I'm not. I'm I, fine with it. I have no problem with them like scrapping everything yeah. if it means that they can. Then take all the problems that they had. Like, I don't know if we talked about this, but they had like a problem where if they wanted to change a rock, it would be a process of like loading up that map where the rock was, and that would take eight hours. And they would do their five minute change to the rock and like save that change to the map, and it would be like another eight hours. And that's why like expanding content in Destiny is so hard, and why like they reuse a lot of the the assets is because of that that specific issue. But if it means that they can scrap some of that stuff and, and make it this, they said it's going to be like a, a big open world and change the way the maps work and it's going to be, it's going to have like more outposts and towns and stuff to make the world feel more lived in. Like the stuff I did in Destiny 1 and I'm doing right now, like I'll just remember his memories in the same way that like when I played, I played like 200 hours of Guild Wars 1 and then I went to Guild Wars 2 just as happy. Like I didn't carry any of that stuff over, but it just lived on and like I did that stuff and I loved it and it's there in my head. But it, do it doesn't necessarily need to be represented in my new experience. Yeah, I, yeah I'm fine with not carrying a character for it. Uh, that doesn't bother me really at all because it's a new game, it's a new experience. You you want to most times when you start a game like that, you want to kind of start at zero and experience it from the ground up. Um, I don't know that I would be as happy if they just scrapped the entire world building that they did. Like, I don't know that they're gonna do that right. so much. Uh, in fact, I'm wondering if it just like it hops around. In well, they were throwing around the like reboot that. world word. And to get, I, a I, new I didn't hear reboot so much. But I did hear refresh, which is a little bit different. You, you, we just did a new story. It had reboot in it like six Hold times. On. Maybe you got all the reboot words. Maybe so. I got the refresh. There words. was a lot of reboots uh, in this new story. Um, and if it is a reboot, that a complete reboot, that uh, would kind of bother me a little bit because yeah. what? Are, like, are you talking about just in terms of story and lore? 
Yeah, I mean okay. it's and it, but they have to do something then to bridge Destiny One to Destiny Two because at the I, it, at the it, moment it, where we stand, there wouldn't be no outposts on the Earth because the Earth is not populated. Everybody's holed up in little cities, like well, two cities. And the tower is the I, last human outpost. Honestly, or like the story was in vanilla Destiny, the story mm. was like so bland and that is true, non comprehensive that if they wanted to scrap it, I don't fucking care. That's like if fine. they if they want to bring back the traveler in some other capacity and then explain to us what the fuck he's doing there. Why is it giant after dead three years? Bowl? Right. Like, fine. Um, I don't know, man. They're, they're like they're they're tied down to way too many systems in that game, like light level mm. and and like that stuff's too ingrained in how Destiny currencies. works. Right. To to make to to like to try to bridge that over to a new game and, and like incorporate that stuff is it's it's gonna hold it back. We so. just have one mission where you're like, hey, we defeated all the bad guys. Now Earth's cool again. We can have right. some more of it <laughs> right. done. Right there, you go. Destiny two, you're yep. ready. Yeah, I mean, I can see th- some of the mechanics being rebooted. Stuff like the light level, mm-hmm. like think changing things up, like changing the gameplay to be more what the original, I guess, intention was before they had all that development trouble that saw them cutting content down to the bare minimum. Yeah. And also, remember uh, before Destiny even came out, there was the document that leaked that showed the Destiny uh, franchise 10-year plan that was going to be Destiny. The next year was going to be a Comet release, like their major expansion. And then it was going to be like Destiny 2. Like it was going to be like every other year practically. And, and um, that, 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 that document did outline that Destiny 2 would be on PC. It did. And the Xbox 720, because at the time we didn't know there was yeah. I, the Xbox I hope, Dude, I really hope it is on PC, man. Like, I'd, I'd rather play everything on PC. Just it, It's a better, better system all around for me, personally. It's just easier to have it all in one place. Yeah. I'd rather play Pro Evolution Soccer on a console, honestly. Yeah. Do you see the sheen? Oh, okay. That's what we were talking about. Okay. Totally flew over my head for a second. I forgot <laughs> that we looked at that. And um, and then the other thing that I I think I read in this supposed leak, this rumor, of course all rumor, was that the area to play in is going to be much bigger. And they said that the area on Saturn by itself is bigger than all of the current content in Destiny combined. Which is pretty impressive. Exciting as hell. As long as it's not like... Saturn's the only planet. Because <laughs> 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 that, that was like the biggest disappointment for me was like playing that, playing like seeing the Destiny, the early Destiny stuff and seeing like there's going to be like 20 of these fucking planets. It's going to be the coolest thing ever. And then there's like four. It's like, mm. oh, it's so small. Yeah, a little bit of a bummer. But, but that I'll game look- has come back and I'm still playing Rise of Iron. It's, it is absolutely a repetitive game, but it's really fun. And I can't stop like making my light level climb a little bit by bit because I really want to do a raid. I've never done one. Um, no, how have you made this far in Destiny and never? Done a raid? It's always like some something like I'll always be like the early one playing it, like in in the, the vanilla Destiny. I played it like like crab. I never quite got to the light level necessary, and then like I some I would fall off for some reason. Uh-huh. Same thing with Taken King, but this time around, I'm in, and I just want I just need finding people to play with because there's no one playing that I know. Oh yeah. Well, then you'll I wish be, they had matchmaking. Raids, you'll be happy but. with another detail of the rumor that they're talking about raid matchmaking for Love Destiny Two, which is like the like PC and raid matchmaking uh, and some semblance of story are like the things that people have been asking for. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dude, I, mean, I mean, their their argument was always that no, nah, the raids are too too in communication intensive. It was like, well, it's, which right. is not a thing that I get I mean, like, like I get bit. it a little bit. Uh, because they do take a lot more coordination. If you get like one asshole in there, it can ruin the experience for the whole group. But if you're looking for a group of people who are also all looking for people to do a raid with, Mm -hmm. then yes, you're going to get some bad apples who are just in there to troll and make other people miserable. But 
then you also have the opportunity to do raids without having to have five of your friends who are also yeah. high enough level yeah. who are also available for a couple of hours right uh, now. I, I tried pugging a couple of raids in a while, and let me tell you, that shit never works. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> but they changed it. They changed it. So there's like, I don't know if that's this is still in the game, but they had like the the looking for raid stuff yeah. where you mm -hmm. you could match you can match make into a raid, and it would be accessible to so like a, a pug group. Um, so that stuff is viable. You just get lesser gear from it. Yeah, but I mean, like in the end, like again, I, this may be an older WoW analogy. Again, I haven't played for a couple of years, but it's like you really come down to the point where it's like if you're missing, you cannot pug a tank or a healer. So maybe you can pug a DPS. But but I'm saying like the LFR filled all those roles for you. It's like just like it's just like looking for yeah, dungeon. But I, I I know that the system exists. What I'm saying is you don't get quality. Oh, oh you end up with shit. I, you, know, you pug a fucking tank? Come well, on. Thankfully, I, the Destiny doesn't have that trinity going that's, for that's it. True. I, that's true. And I would say that if you, at the, maybe if they really are that worried about communication and experience, if they even did something as simple as you must complete the raid once to unlock matchmaking. That's that. That's Done. hard. That's hard for, I mean, I get that. That's. I was thinking that they could do something like you would have... Uh, you would have requirements for like the more experienced people that just want to run through it. Mm -hmm. There's a different, uh, different like different hopper queue. for those that are that is like you've you've ran through it three or four times, and that's a requirement to get into that hopper. Yeah. And there's like new people that have only ran it one to three times, go into the 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 just they are slow and go like through the through the raid. But yeah, the the communication problem is interesting. Like no one uses their mic anymore ever. I I always try to hop on in in fire teams and put my mic on and go to the fire team chat and no one or strike team chat and no one wants to chat. It was interesting playing VR when the microphone is just attached to you and it's on by default. Like yeah, in rec room, you, you don't realize have to it. Shut it up. <laughs> well, you don't realize it, and it's like you just start talking, and someone's like, "What did you say?" And you're like, "You can fucking hear me." What? <laughs> I, I, I told a, a story on the patch a couple months ago, uh, but you weren't on it, so I'll tell it again. Uh, there's a Dota 2 VR viewer, mm -hmm. so you can watch Dota 2 matches in VR. And uh, I was watching during the international. I was watching some of the games, and you could see like the other people with their headsets, like looking around. And uh, I was in the lobby, and I was, you know, looking. I was looking around in the lobby, and I heard. Uh, I could see like someone was taking off their VR headset, and then someone else put it on. And uh, I heard a woman's voice go, "Oh wow, this is so cool!" And every head in the lobby turned and looked at her, and was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, it's a girl!" And then she was like, "Oh shit, they can hear me." <laughs> it's the same kind of experience. That's really weird. Yeah, it's oh, so unfortunate. Bizarre. So sorry, but, females. Yeah. So it's no, we'll, we'll now. Just, we'll just get sweet voice changers. There you go. You just everybody needs to sound Dude, like Vader. X voice modulators from the original Xbox Live. It was like oh, yeah, those oh, were like fun. Big selling that, point, yeah. dude. <laughs> You're gonna All be right. able to change your voice. Well, it's time to wrap up. So thanks for watching, everybody, and uh, we will see you guys next week. And if you are a Rooster Teeth first member, uh, remember that you can check out the patch post show uh, on roosterteeth.com every week. Bye. Bye. Bye.